Welcome to Bad Sports. I'm your host, Eric Grundy. With me is Mark Bradford. And that's the bottom line. Thank you for joining us. It's Friday, folks. We made it, and we hope you had a great week. That was, Mark, Stone, that was Stone Cold Steve Austin. That was a good impression. I love that. <laughs> How are you? <laughs> I'm doing pretty good, man. How are you doing? Good. That kind of hurt my throat. Yeah, you were you were warming up too. Look how much chocolate I got in this coffee. My God, it's very delicious though. Is it on my teeth? Just black, <laughs> just brown teeth. Did you put black pepper in your coffee? I seen you yeah. eyeing it. You were you were looking at it. Yeah, it's it's spicy. Thank you for joining us. We got a lot on our plates, a lot to talk about. But first, a little bit of housekeeping. I just wanted to let everyone know that. We record the podcast at my house or that I'm renting, but my roommate and I were just notified at the beginning of the month that we have to move out. Uh, it shouldn't be a problem. I'm pretty confident I can uh, move or make work around our schedule. But if for any reason we don't release a podcast, that's most likely why. I will inform all of you guys on the social media platforms hey. but just a heads up if you're like where's the where's the episode what come you guys to put out an episode it's because we're moving, who, is, moving. who sounds like that i probably are we have an episode oh, trevor uh, we what, can maybe backlog one maybe we'll do two in a row maybe i don't know How how's your week going man mm, pretty good it's what? It's Thursday? Okay, it's Friday. It's Thursday right now, Thursday but right now, they're going to hit on Friday. It's Friday for you guys, so that's fun. Yeah. It's good, though. I slipped and fell in my driveway on the way here. That's why I was late, so I had to salt my driveway. That's good luck. So my roommate didn't slip. Well, I'm glad you're okay, man. It can yeah, actually no, be... I didn't slip that hard. I had a few close calls, man. I, I just, had some... I just ice. forgot there was... Sorry. I just forgot there was ice under all the new snow, so... Yeah, no, seriously, when I get into my car, I park in the backyard, and it's just all ice right now, so I get nervous just getting into my car, like, slipping and, like, hit my freaking head on the door or something. Oh, no, I hope I don't fall. I hope I don't fall. Well, I'll fail. Speaking of slipping on ice. <laughs> nice. Let's dive right into the NHL. You want to take it away? Yeah. Did you see Sidney Crosby netted his 500 career goal? EA joins Mario Lemieux as the only Pittsburgh Penguin to reach that feat. <laughs> I'm sorry. Go ahead and repeat that. Uh, Sidney Crosby netted his 500 career goal. Uh, he and Mario Lemieux are the only two people to do that for the Penguins. Not the only two people to do that ever, but for the Penguins. That's still incredible, and that's a hell of an accomplishment. He's up there with Mario Lemieux now. He's at the Lemieux status. Yeah, uh, the goal broke one-one tie with Philadelphia, sixteen thirty-four into the first period. Power play goal assisted by Evgeny Malkin. Uh, Penguins went on to win five to four. Uh, seems only fitting that Malkin uh, was represented on the goal, seeing as how he was the other superstar that helped lead this team resurgence. You know, as much as I despise the Penguins, they really do have. A superstar duo between Evgeny Malkin and Sidney Crosby. Love them or hate them, they're absolute animals, and they're just—they've been consistent for so long. I mean, this is—that's I think the real. <laughs> I 
I feel like that's what this stat really shows is just not only is Sidney Crosby as good as it gets, but I mean, he's that consistent as well. It's incredible for him to. They've also been on the same team the whole time as well. You got to respect that. Um, you know, Pittsburgh, I fucking hate you, but, you know, got to respect it. You're, you're a worthy opponent. These guys, they're incredible. And it's only fitting that they won it against their bitter rivals, the Philadelphia Flyers, which I don't know who I dislike more. I mean, the I don't mind the Flyers. I don't have anything against the Flyers. I just don't like their fans, man. They're so fucking cruel. But good on Crosby. It'll be exciting. Just it. It'll be interesting to see how he continues his career. You know, he's a living legend right now, especially yeah. for the Penguins. Moving on into the Winter Olympics, more so men's hockey. Oh, shocker! Real shocker. Bad news. It sucks. The U.S. men's USA hockey team was eliminated in the quarterfinals by Slovakia. In the corner quarterfinals. Quarterfinals. The quarterfinals. Quarterfinals. Give it up for Pat. Roommate. Hi, Pat. They were eliminated in the quarterfinals. They lost in a shootout, three to two. It was a really feisty game. Slovakia came out uh, very fiery. It was. I feel like both teams were just. Um, they just had uh, both of them had like a chip on their shoulder. They were just like every time they scored a goal, they just seemed like they were extra fired up, more so than usual. Slovakia uh, came out at a one one zero lead. They had a nice snipe bar down. And then U.S. answered back with a 2-1 lead. And then down 2-1, Slovakia scores and ties it up with 44 seconds left. And their goaltender, Patrick Rebar, was just on fire, man. He was just stonewalling our guys. They go into a shootout, and Slovakia came out on top. I didn't know they did shootouts in the Olympics. Yeah, I well... It just seems like a... I mean, it's kind of like a playoff game. Seems like a weird way to... I mean, I guess you can't just do overtime after overtime. <clears throat> I don't know if they went into overtime, did they? Isn't there supposed to be one overtime before a shootout? Maybe they did. Nothing happened. I thought it went straight to shootout. Either way, the U.S. men's lost 3-2 to to Slovakia. In the quarterfinals, was just a very premature with our expectations. I... I, I really expected them to go at least to the gold medal round. They were playing very yeah. well. They beat Canada. I mean, they were just on fire. I had a feeling we were going to run into a bumpy road with these European teams. I just had a feeling that they were, were going to run into a buzzsaw. And Slovakia came buzzsaw. out on top. They were, uh, they were looking good, too. They, Like I said, their goaltender, Patrick Rebar, was looking solid. I'm fascinated to see how far they go i don't know if they're gonna make it to the gold medal round i kind of think this is a fluke if i'm being honest i don't know about you what do you think do you think slovakia's got to take some all beating the u.s who was the best team in the group a i don't think they could beat canada yeah i don't think so either for some reason i um, think canada's just got too much firepower but we'll see I, the, actually the only olympic hockey i've seen has been women's Leading up to this, though, I was very skeptical of the U.S. men's 
power play. When we faced Canada, we gave up a goal on our power play, and we had two power play opportunities against Slovakia in, in the third period. Two opportunities, and we came up short both times. And it's just I think that was kind of our Achilles heel. We can't, we couldn't take advantage of those, uh, of those opportunities. The power plays, we had two of them, and we didn't do anything with it. You gotta, you have to do something at least, put some pressure on. Yes. So, moving on. Unfortunately, the U.S. women's hockey team also lost, but they did make it to the gold round. Silver medal is kind of like a silver lining, though. Hey, they did get a silver medal. The U.S. men's didn't get any. They were out in the quarterfinals. So, boo boys. On a positive note, they. They lost three to two, but if you followed Canada, their women's hockey team, and their the fucking war path that they were on, they were decimating teams. That's they were killing. They scored like two hat tricks in a game once. So, I think the U.S. women's should hold their head high. They kept it really close. They got the silver, and they only lost by one goal. A loss is a loss. Um, you wouldn't be happy by that, but. At least they didn't lose in the quarterfinals. You know they made it far. So I'm happy. I'm proud of them. I'm glad we got a silver out of it. I was expecting more from our men's, but I appreciate that you used the word decimated. I respect your vocabulary. Thanks. I'm trying to expand it. That's all we got with the Winter Olympics. There's a lot more, but too much to follow right now. We did. Is there have anything a, on live right now? I can pull it up in a second. We did have a couple gold medals, so I know our speed skater. We had a couple. We had a speed skater win gold. Oh, what did I just see that the ROC man. won gold and silver in? So we're we're doing okay. A lot of people are uh, pissed off at Eileen Gu though. A lot of people are mad that she went over to China's side to represent them. Yeah, traitor. Moving on to the MLB, we finally got some baseball news for you. Unfortunately, it's not good news. Jury finds Eric K guilty of distributing fentanyl and causing the death of former pitcher Tyler Skaggs. Oh. Yes. Uh, the jury in the case against former Los Angeles <clears throat> Los Angeles Communications Director Eric K has found him guilty of distributing fentanyl and causing the death of former pitcher. Ooh, I just read that part. Former pitcher Tyler Skaggs in 2019. The jury, which began deliberations Thursday morning in federal court in Fort Worth, Texas, wasted little time in reaching its conclusions. The 10 women, two-man jury, needed just three hours to arrive at its verdict. Kay was immediately taken into custody while his family sat in silence as the verdict was read. Sentencing has been set for June 28th. He faces a minimum of 20 years in prison. What do you do if you're going to face 20 years in prison? Do you try to jump off something tall? I think I would. 20 years in prison. A minimum of 20 years in prison. I don't know. I don't know what you do. I always had this... Uh, and you're going to, like, drug prison. You're going to prison. You're going to, you're going to prison. I always thought that, like, when I was a little bit younger, I was worried that if I ever went to prison because I'm like <laughs> a young, decent-looking you male, go? I always thought that I would scar my face up to just intimidate people. I don't know. 
You thought about that as a, at a young age? When yeah, was I was like, I felt like that's kind of fucked up. I was like, well, I feel like people would come at me because I'm a target. I'm like, I look like a clean young young boy. I was like, well, I better just take a knife yeah, and got, just scar my soft face mouth. Up. I feel like, man, if he's going into prison, at least, um, you know, they, I heard they judge you on what you are guilty for, and the worst the sent. I mean, the worst you're accused of. The worst they'll treat you, obviously, if it's like anything to do with harming children or women or your mother. Apparently, elderly like people. That. Elderly people. Apparently, they'll fuck you up. But this, it's still really tragic and very unfortunate. I don't know how he's gonna be treated in prison. I don't know what you do. I can't imagine being in that position and what what's going on in his mind right now, especially his family. Can you imagine sitting in court and watching your dad get sentenced to twenty years in prison? But if I was just like. Yes, in fact, it has happened to me. <laughs> also, he'll be out in five years. I just have some questions about what. So he was distributing fentanyl. Um, What's so the goal from that? The thing was, uh, he. I believe that Tyler Skaggs was buying a lot of oxycodone from him. Oh. And the night before his death, he reportedly bought uh, like a handful of pills from him, and. The Eric K guy said that Tyler was conscious when he left the hotel and he had a bunch of missed text messages and calls from his wife in the morning and hotel security found him dead. Man. Dead. D-E-D. That's unfortunate. D-A-D. And I think it highlights the serious drug problem we have with athletes especially with prescription drugs fentanyl fentanyl is killing a lot of people unfortunately and it's terrible don't do drugs kids you hate to see young star athletes or just up-and-coming athletes like tyler skaggs pass away at such a young age like this and it's not even just baseball it's a problem in the nhl it's a problem there's been a lot of nhl players that have died due to addiction. I heard a cocaine's a problem. Well, there's it, definitely a few others. Yeah, and when you look at these sports, especially like football and NHL, ones that may require some type, some form of like painkillers, you, I feel like it's really prevalent to see that, like prescription drugs and cocaine or even yeah, weed. Weed's really popular in the NFL, especially when you mix it with CTE and stuff. Yeah, like not so much in baseball, but. In hockey and football, uh, it's very, very tragic, and I'm glad Eric K's uh, serving his time. I'm glad they got him, and that someone's at least being punished for this. And I hope the MLB cracks down on it. I hope they start cracking down on their uh, on these executives, these communication directors. Distributing drugs to their athletes. That's not what you want. Like we were talking about. Uh, even, it obviously wasn't a doctor prescribing no. it to him. I mean, at one point it was when he got addicted to it for probably some lingering injury. Yeah, and that's a whole other issue. That's not even a good thing. Well, either. that's how it happens. Yeah. Very, very unfortunate. Very tragic. Rest in peace, Tyler Skaggs. Moving forward into the NFL. Play, some, play a happy transition song. I will sure. play a happy transition song. We have a fun.
fun Super Bowl fact that we didn't know. Mark, you want to take it away? Did you know? Did you know this fact? Because I didn't. I think I did. You did? Maybe. Go ahead. <coughs> Ramp safety Eric Weedle was enjoying retirement and coaching youth football just three weeks before the Super Bowl. Crazy, right? Actually, I did not know that. You know, uh, the Rams had some key injuries at the safety position and picked up uh, picked up Weedle. 37-year-old played every snap and helped the Rams to win his first Super Bowl. Didn't he get injured a little bit? Was he that guy on the defense that took a shot to the shoulder? and was He injured? was, yeah, I think so. I remember so. him. I actually, when I saw that, I was like, I don't recall that guy on the Rams defense. Imagine that, just like you're like, man, where am I going to watch the Super Bowl like this year? You're Eric Weedle, like, you're sitting there like, where am I going to watch it? Where am I going to watch it? And your phone's like, <laughs> phone's like, picks it up and is like, hey, can you... What are you doing for the Super Bowl? Um, not a whole lot. Like, do you want to come? Do you want to come play? Like, was he? Yeah, I think I do. So was he just like a, just sitting there just as a free agent? Yeah. Hey, can you move your mic up a little bit more? Yeah. Closer to me. Yeah. Okay. That's incredible. And I know the Rams also have an older player on their offensive line. What is he like? Wasn't that guy like forty something years old? They had a couple uh, of No, the other guy. Oh. They had an offensive lineman that was like in his forties. I think he was one of the oldest. Oh, the players dude, the big playing the Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah, big white ball guy. Yeah, that guy. The guy with the big red face. Yeah, yeah, his face was red like the whole time. <laughs> well, yeah, that's us white guys. No, I mean the Rams. They not only do they have some uh, young guys, it's they had quite a few veterans on their team. I didn't know that, and it's really impressive that they pulled off that win against a star-studded offense like the Bengals using players like Eric Weddle. Uh, wow, what a story. I'm happy for the Rams. I'm also happy for the Bengals on uh, kind of – you know, I know they lost, and you're like, why would you be happy for them? They just lost. Yeah, well, that also, they really sparked their dynasty. They're going to be relevant for many years to come, in so my opinion. So do you think it's the start of a dynasty? It's the start of something. As long as it, as long as Burrow can stay healthy, man. He got, he was limping, so it, it's... MCL sprain, apparently. He's walking on a tight rope. So it really depends on him. Although Jamar Chase helps, they need to keep Joe Burrow healthy. I think that's that should be their main focus this offseason is beefing up the offensive line. In other news, a very interesting study just came out. I read this on the Lions Wire. There's a Ooh. very... There's this debate amongst fans and uh, beat writers of like whether or not teams should spend a lot of money on wide receivers and the Lions were in that situation this previous offseason when they decided to let go both Marvin Jones and Kenny Galladay I believe they offered Kenny Galladay like uh, something like 18 million and he turned it down he ended up signing a massive contract with the Giants but you know, fast. I never thought he was worth season. that much money. No, well, I knew he had potential, but I wasn't okay with signing him that much money. He's, I mean, he has a lot of potential, but no way, no way would I sign him to that much. He's making uh, eighteen million a year. I think seventy-two million overall in four years. That's a lot of scratch. 
So there's a study that came out uh, brought to you by the Lions Wire. Over the last four seasons of free agency, just two of the 32 premium free agents, uh, a premium free agent is a player that makes at least $8 million, total contract value of at least $8 million. 32, two of 32 premium free agents at wide receiver have topped 1,000 receiving yards. John Only four Brown. have caught at least 70 passes in the first season with the new team. That is eye-opening. That means that... It's like, where's all, what's all your money going to? Spending a lot of money on a wide receiver is yeah. very, very risky. For example, the top paid wide receiver on this list is Kenny Galladay, who I mentioned was being paid $18 million on average a year for four years. He didn't catch a single touchdown. He had 521 yards. 37 receptions. 37 receptions. Was he hurt? He takes up 9.8% of their cap. He was injured, too. That's the other thing. He was injured for a few games. There's The list is uh, pretty eye-opening. Corey Davis is making $12 million a year. He caught four touchdowns. I actually think Corey Davis has the potential to break out out of most of these players. I just think that the, he was on a very, very poor team, and Zach Wilson was too busy getting injured and also developing himself. I don't know if I'd pay Corey Davis that much, but I guess out of all these guys, he's, uh, I mean, has the most potential. Kendrick Bourne had the most on this list with uh, five touchdowns. There's six sixes on here. Yeah, that's uh, Jameson Crowder. That's in 2019. Oh, this is from 2018. Uh, yeah. Okay, no, everybody. well, Kendrick Bourne, he's getting paid $5 million a year. He caught five touchdowns, 800 yards. That's not terrible. But they're also, the Patriots aren't that much of a passing team anyways. Uh, the list is insane. Who is this guy? Will Fuller. Oh, my God. This would So when you look at the Miami Dolphins situation and they just fired their previous coach, Brian Flores, which I think was, I know there's a very controversial situation with him suing the league I was hoping that he would find a new team because the Dolphins just seem like they're very incompetent Uh, and what do I mean by that I mean anyone who signs Will Fuller to 10 million to a 10 million dollar contract is fucking crazy why is that because he only caught four receptions for 26 yards this year Bro. But they gave him that money before he only caught that. They didn't know he yeah, was going yeah. Well, what do you mean you didn't know? He was injured uh, for a while with the Texans. He's been I think injured you just for expect him career. to be healthy. He's never been healthy. That's uh, Will Fuller was amazing in his college careers. I watched him all throughout college at Notre Dame. Dang, I see Devin, Devin Funches on here with three receptions and 32 yards. Yeah, how much did he make? $10 million. Woo! Take the money and run, kid. Randall Cobb, he's up there, too. He got paid $27 million at Houston for three years. Did you know? He got three touchdowns. Did you know that both Randall Cobb's parents were, like, Olympic sprinters? No. Yeah. That's why he's so fast. Surprised. I, you know what? I feel like he's not even really a, like a that much of a deep threat or like a. No, not anymore. But he was a threat on the on the kick returns. That makes sense. Uh, the one, uh, well, a lot of, a lot of these guys did suffer injuries. That's very, that's common amongst receivers. Juju Smith Schuster was that one caught my eye. 
He signed in 2021, one year, $8 million contract. He caught zero touchdowns, 15 receptions, 129 yards. That is very disappointing. It's insane. And then you look at um the Lions, not that they're like a that they're not the golden standard by any means, but this will just prove my point even more. As terrible as the Lions were, they signed Khalif Raymond to like a hundred thousand dollar contract, very cheap, and he outproduced Kenny Galladay. He had more touchdowns and more yards, and he was cheaper. And I think that must be the way the way to go. And you look at Amon Ross, St. Brown, all these rookie wide receivers. That produced Jamar Chase. He's on a rookie deal right now. Well, He's not making nearly as much as Kenny Galladay. Your cat was just giving me the stink eye, dude. She's giving you her good graces. Yeah. I mean, you said you said this was from 2018? So the this study goes from oh, it goes back. Oh, okay, because I was going to say it's 2021 right here. And, uh, oh, I see. Two of now. the 32 premium free agents, only two of them that's, have topped the That's really yards. bad. It's insane. Galladay didn't get in the end zone once. So the once. two are John Brown and Robbie Anderson, surprisingly. And he, Robbie Anderson was paid $20 million for two years. He caught over 1,000 yards, three touchdowns. And John Brown was paid by Buffalo three years for $27 million, over 1,000 yards, receiving and six touchdowns. Yeah, not terrible. Robbie Anderson got the Basically most got. receptions on the list with 95. Yeah. I think he he's obviously worth it. Thought that was very fascinating, and that's all we got for the football for football news. Any final thoughts? Mm, yeah. No, I mean, well, uh, I guess we'll don't always tuned. look at the big money guys to make the big money plays. Yeah, we're not but. gonna uh, bore you to death with all this draft talk. I don't give a shit about Mel Kiper. Are you sure you don't wanna? Sure you don't wanna bore? You know what, Let's just break down every draft pick. Let's right. do a mock draft right now, Mark. We'll just do a mock well, draft. Well, I saw that there was some professional mock draft, and it uh, predicted that the Lions were going to take Aiden Hutchinson at number two. That would be pretty cool. So we could see his career wasted away, just like <laughs> a lot of others. Just like so it's many before him. him. Thibodeau. There's really not much. You don't really have many options. At Thibodeau. I think either one would be good. I don't know if you could go wrong with either one. Although Thibodeau seems a little more injury prone, I would prefer Aiden Hutchinson. You just get someone nitty gritty on that line, just yeah. beef it up even more. Levi Onzerike was a little bit of a disappointment at defensive tackle. Beef it up with Aiden, and that's all I'm gonna say with the fucking draft. We'll talk about it if when when it gets closer. Obviously, we might even watch it live. Uh Maybe oh, I like to watch it. I yeah, like to okay. watch the first round. For at least That's the first it. Few. I'm not gonna be like, oh, right, here we go, round four, round the draft. forty-seven. <laughs> oh, how many rounds are there? Thirty-two. Yeah, no one gives a shit. My favorite part about the draft, though, I will say before we end on this segment, it's so fascinating to me when you watch every war room. Celebrate and high five like they just won the fucking lottery after every pick. They're so excited. There's only seven rounds. Whatever. What did I say? I said 32. Oh. There's only seven. Well, they get 32 picks out of seven rounds. <laughs> Whatever. But you watch every team so, just so excited after yeah. every pick. 
Like you can't be that excited for that guy. Well, but it doesn't matter because at the they end get excited of the week, and then trade him away. Sometimes they get traded away that same day. Yeah, happens all the time. Sometimes they don't even make the team. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's weird. They don't stop doing that. I just think it's that part fascinates me. I'm intrigued by that. That some people think they're doing so well, but then their team is just shit, like the Commanders or the Dolphins and. Well, the Dolphins are that shit, but they still sign players like Wolf Fuller. Moving on, that's all we got for the NFL. It's funny, I actually drafted Wolf Fuller in my fantasy draft. Well, no, I didn't. I picked him up because he was on the IR, and he never got off it. I mean, I I can understand that because you just, if you you got the room. Yeah, just like on the off chance he comes back, could have been a. Won that league. Yeah, doesn't matter. Moving on. To Formula One, I don't care if you guys follow motorsports, you're gonna. You're gonna do it right now. A lot of news. I'm so excited for the new season, and the news just keeps rolling out. I kind of anticipated this headline. Race director Michael Massey was replaced amid FIA structural changes. What's the FIA, some of you ask? Me especially. The FIA is the governing body of Formula One. They're basically like the referees. They're the ones that are like saying, like they're the ones that govern the grid. They tell people if they've made a penalty or if they've gone, they've broken rules. There's so many regulations and violations you have to, just stay within and fo- like just there's a lot to abide by in formula 1 a lot of like whether it's designing your car or like the actual race or like the rules and there's so many regulations it's kind of it's overwhelming why did people dislike michael massey well michael massey made a very very controversial decision at the very last race in Abu Dhabi when he allowed a safety car to go on and he actually called in the safety car when Max Verstappen changed his tires a lot of people think he should have restarted the race but he kind of like bent the rules and said, no, no, I'm going to call the safety car. And so the race has ended in a safety car. But that just so happened to put Max Verstappen at like a massive advantage where Lewis Hamilton was 14 seconds ahead of him, which is like a shit, like a long, long time. distance ahead of him uh, Yeah. with the safety car coming in because of Nicholas Latifi. I'll get in that in a second. They got because fun names. Crash, Max Verstappen's right behind him. Um, there was some funky business where Max Verstappen <laughs> was able to pass people to catch up to Lewis, but like Carlos Sainz wasn't. And basically, because of Michael Massey's decision, Max Verstappen was able to start right behind Lewis Hamilton. Oh, and Lewis, is, Lewis was on very, very old tires. Max was on fresh softs. They couldn't even the let Hamilton change compound. tires, though? No, I don't think he was just in the right position to change tires. That, anyways, everyone thinks that Massey robbed Lewis Hamilton in Mercedes launching. An yeah, I think so too. I don't the, think the, the, it was very it, was fair. Was it done on purpose though? What was done on purpose? Do you think Massey knew what he was doing when he did that? 
Um, it's hard to say that he didn't know what he was doing. You know, I, guess I actually liked if, if he didn't know what he was doing, he should have known what he was doing. I actually liked Massey beforehand. I don't know. I felt like he held him. I liked the way he carried himself, but he that wasn't the first controversial decision he's ever made as a race director. People were, oh, people also got pissed at him because um, when they raced in Belgium. They didn't. They actually didn't race. They it got called off because of the rain, and I think he they didn't like how he handled it. I think he ended up calling it off, which might have been beneficial and safe for the drivers. But they didn't like that. They didn't give people the refunds, and he got fucking ransacked for that event too. Um, I don't know what he could have done. He so he, they the race got rained out. They didn't like how he was. I don't think they liked how he kind of dragged it on. I don't know if they wanted him to keep it going and just keep waiting till the rain uh, dissipated, but so the race had already started in the rain. They started the rain the and they called it off because it was dangerous, which okay. I think was the right decision. But they still got pissed at him, and I think they also got pissed because fans didn't get their money. That was the biggest thing. Fans didn't get a refund. Oh, um, it makes me wonder why they have these races in places where it rains so much. It seems like a lot of right? times I watch. These races, they're like, oh, it's 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 raining, and it rains a lot in Belgium, like a lot with uh, um, MotoGP, the yeah. motorcycles. I know, very dangerous, right? Yeah, and you just, uh, dude, those crashes give me anxiety just to see them. I watched oh, I one where this guy slid at his bike, something blew on his bike, and it just poured liquid all over the track, oh. and he lost control. And another guy lost control, and he kind of got. I heard that. I he was kind of flung over the bike, like launched off when the bike flipped, and he landed flat on his back. And one guy just slid, like I'm like, thank God those rocks were there, because he would have slid right into that wall. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the gravel pits. I know they're genius. Is there like a lot of? Have there been a lot of people that died doing like motor? I'm Indy cars too. Well, F1. I don't know. I don't follow MotoGP or IndyCar enough to know if I don't follow. passed away. Like recently, I don't think so. But in F1, the last person to pass away was uh, uh, Charlotte Claire's cousin, this driver for Sauber F1. I want to. I can't. Uh, I can't remember his name right now. Ryan, something. I want to say. Was it recent? Fairly. No, like, I don't know if his name was Ryan. Uh, fairly recent, um, like last year, he basically passed away from it just making contact with the wall and it's just the, just like the straight sheer on force. contact, just the sheer force. Just, uh, I don't think he passed away instantly, but he, he was taken to the hospital and then he passed away. Do it's it very Dale. dangerous. Do it for Dale. Uh, yeah, that's another one too. Back to Massey though. So what the FIA is doing is they're. They're making structural changes, and supposedly they're going to replace Michael Massey with a group of race directors. So, which I oh, actually that's cool. like that. They're going to have multiple people, which I think it should like be a like panel that. of them. Yeah, basically a panel of race directors making decisions, which I think that's good. It sounds a little bit more democratic, whereas it's just one person making all the choice. Also, if I'm going to defend Michael Massey, whether you hate him or not. And, not, and I'm not even saying he made the right call at the end. I just want to say that's a tough position to be in. Because F1, there's millions and millions of dollars. 
and it's all up to you. Like you are kind of making all the shots. You have he had a lot of power, and I don't think he was going to make people happy, regardless of what he did. A lot of pressure, I bet. An extremely amount of pressure. Oh, before we move on, though, I do want to. So, at the end of Abu Dhabi, though, I love what F one does. They actually show you they they play the the audio between the FIA and the team principals, and they also play the audio between the drivers and their team engineers. And man, at the end of Abu Dhabi, there's this fucking awesome moment. I thought it was so funny where. Uh, when Michael Massey made that decision and the start of the lap, the last lap, uh, there's the, there's a moment where Total Wolf, Mercedes team principal, calls Michael Massey and he goes, Michael, this is not right. This is so not right, Michael. This is not right. <laughs> and when, I just love those fucking moments, dude. When they did that, that change. Yeah, right when he made that change retired. and they started back up. And for Stappen and Lewis were just racing on the final lap. Rut lap. It was just total yelling at Michael. This is not right. What guy was yelling? I'm sorry. Total Wolf, the uh, German team principal for Mercedes. Basically, Lewis Hamilton's like racing Mercedes coach. That's okay. what the team principal is. They're the leader of the team. They're the ones Dang. on the pit wall. He didn't cuss at him or nothing. I'd have been. No, he was way more heated was than a, that. He's a gentleman. He doesn't cuss. I'd have been like, Zangman's coming. Dude, when he, but when he yells, dude, he's got that German accent. He just sounds like Probably a fucking scary. villain. Probably scary over a megaphone. This is not right, Michael. <laughs> There's another my favorite moment of the entire year, though, dude. It was in Silverstone, where Mike. Um, Lewis Hamilton and Max Verstappen clashed going around a corner, and that sent Max f- flying into the the gravel pit, and Lewis ended up continuing on and winning. Right away, dude, right away, Total Wolf anticipated Red Bull just fucking furiously contacting Michael and just demanding some punishments on Lewis, which he got like a 10-second penalty. And then right... Right when Total Wolf, the Mercedes principal, anticipating that, he got on the phone with Michael Massey, and they played this during the race. And Total Wolf just goes, Michael, did you get my email? <laughs> I just sent you an email, Michael. Did you get my email? And then Michael Massey's like, uh, no, Total, I didn't get your email because it's race weekend, and I don't check my emails. Michael Massey's American? No, he's this British guy, but he's, oh, he speaks very... Oh, he does? Well, he kind of he just spoke like that. He's very soft-spoken. He doesn't have that thick of a British accent. But he's just like, uh, no, no, I didn't. Toto, I didn't check my email because I'm watching the race. It's a good... I like it. I just thought it was voice. hilarious, dude. Who, like, did you check my email? That I voice you did was very great. soothing. Uh, uh, best of luck to Michael Massey. Uh, I did not expect him to survive that. Yeah, he had the whole F, the world of F1 just calling for his head after that. So I think, again, I, it makes me more excited for Formula One. There's more headlines to get into. Um, let's get into it. Atmar Safnar, <laughs> the former Aston Martin team principal who was replaced. He's now the team principal for Alpine. Do, do you think that they know their names are goofy? Yes. Afnar? Yes. It's not, it's not far. He speaks perfect English, by the way. You think well, he'd be American. He's just like, Atmar Safnar. It <laughs> <laughs> sounds like some Star Wars shit. I know. Um, he, Atmar, I've talked about him before on the podcast. He's a very, very 
popular figure in F1. I, a lot of people are big fans of him. He is just liked by everybody, whether it's on the grid or other team principals. He's just a really likable guy. Seems like a very... Um, Seems like a good person to work for. It's not, I don't want to describe him as like fun. He just seems like a really genuine person. So I'm rooting for him. I think he's got a fucking awesome job at Alpine. Alpine is going to be... They're one of my dark horses for the season. They have current... They have they currently have Espen Ocon, who got his first race. He's a rising star. He's getting better and better every year. And they also have Fernando Alonso, who's a former two-time world champion. So he's like in his 40s. So you got... Alonzo and Esteban. Esteban's probably getting groomed by Alonzo, just learning from him and getting better. And then Alpine has the pretty much the best racing prospect in the world, Oscar Piastri, who won the F2 championship. They have him as a reserve driver. So Alpine's just sitting there with Oscar in the chamber and Fernando Alonso on his way out. And right when Fernando's done, Oscar's going to... Plug in, and they're. I think they're going to be dangerous. Alpine's the French team. They're the French F one team. Oh, uh, so one more time. Say that guy's name. Atmar Safnar. Okay. Watch. So, uh, watch. Sounds like survive. someone you meet in like Super Mario or something. <laughs> imagine him like in the, over the intercom. Atmar Safnar. Atmar Safnar. Yeah. To the or, principal's office. Wacky name. No, there's a lot of wacky names. Uh, moving on, another headline from the Daily Mail. Nicholas Latifi, the Canadian F1 driver for Williams, hired security guards for his trip to London in fear of attacks from crazed Hamilton fans. So that brings me back to the Abu Dhabi story. So... Nicholas Latifi is the guy who crashed coincidentally with two laps remaining, giving, oh my God. giving the calling the safety car. So that gave Max Verstappen the opportunity to pit and then start the race. He basically is the reason, the sole reason why Max Verstappen won the championship because Nicholas Latifi crashed. I think I saw something about that on Facebook or on our Facebook, right? Yeah, yeah. I did, yeah. And I was talking to our friend Nick. Shout out, Nick. And it was interesting because both him and I initially thought Nicholas crashed while racing in the back of the pack against Mick Schumacher, where they're like, I mean, they're fighting over, like, last place. I'm fighting for my life! And I thought that when they were going out, like just racing hard Nicholas crashed into the wall but I went back and looked which also let me tell you a little difficult to find <laughs> kind of funny if you watch the highlights of Abu Dhabi they don't show you how Nicholas crashed they just show you the the aftermath of it does but, it look intentional well that was the it's whole, hard to that's say it just looks People like him it. driving and then he spins out and crashes which is just like well, that's weird it's also just coincidental that did he, he take did he take anyone else out in the crash nope just spun by himself he's just going around a corner they just oh. crashed into a wall just what was that sound just spun out whoops just fucking going around a corner and then just spun out hit a wall just randomly hitting the wall with two laps left uh, which could happen. I mean, maybe his tires are worn out. But this guy, Nicholas Latifi. Seems like tires are pretty damn important. 
all these. Well, like I said, it's the end of the race. You could argue that his tires are worn out and that mm. it's difficult. There's less grip. But either way, he got death threats afterwards. People were not happy with him. I'm going to kill you. And it's, the, like I said, the sole reason why Max won and Lewis lost. And it's a big deal because Lewis would have won his eighth championship, which that would have solidified him as the undisputed best driver of all time. You could still make that case, but if he wins his eighth, it's just like there's no no argument. If Latifi wins his eighth, there's no argument? No. If Lu, Lu, no oh, Latifi. Hamilton. Oh, Latifi's horrible? <laughs> Latifi. <laughs> oh, my God. No, Latifi doesn't even have a fucking win, dude. Oh, well, dude. Don't no reason to make fun of him. You lose. Good day, sir. He, no. Lewis, if he would have won that day, he would have won his eighth championship. That sounds about right. So. Hey, for every championship, he adds a braid to his head. Uh, yeah, Latifi. So this is from the Daily Mail. Latifi, who received death threats on social media in the aftermath of the debacle, believed the abuse was so threatening that he took precautions when he and his model girlfriend Sandra Zubizek, wow, Zubizek, wait a visited London, London's winter wonderland soon afterwards. God, what a last way name. to throw in his just oh model girlfriend. I, All right, man. Artic- yeah, no, I get I it. I think it was just said girlfriend. You didn't have to be. Uh, like, in his I'm a piece of shit. I get girlfriend. it. Girlfriend. God damn. Uh, they were just visiting London's Winter Wonderland, and he felt like he needed to hire security guards, which I don't blame him. You know, I was thinking, when you're at that level of stardom, and especially in sports like that, especially in the UK, I'm going to be honest, I love the British. I love them, but they're, they're, they're very passionate. They're very passionate, whether it's about soccer or rugby. That is pretty kid. cool. They're fucking nuts, dude. You know, I th- I actually think Pricket. Pricket? I think Pricket's pretty cool. Let's call it that. We'll just call it Pricket. Pricket. <laughs> pricket. Um, <laughs> it's something that I think I want to look more into. It's kind of like baseball, but you can – the whole field's in play. It's, and it's bigger than a baseball field. I believe it's the most popular sport in the world. I'll just have to get past how fucking silly it looks. Yeah, me too. I definitely want to check it out. So it's it's very popular on the on the global scale too. Like when they have their world tournaments, it's or the World Cup rather. They're it's massive. It's so popular. India's really good at it as well. Anyways, what was I saying? Oh, I wanted to mention that like I don't blame Latifi for having these precautions because you know people will kill you even if they like you like i i always think about dimebag daryl from i've never Pantera. killed anybody i liked rest in peace but he was murdered right? by one of his fans who was killed shot in the head and they, like, with that's a shotgun like, and like a shotgun blast to the head he got stop. a shotgun blast to the head <laughs> oh my god stop it no, but my point is, like, even if people fucking like you, they'll kill you, man. I don't I don't blame Latifi at all. People are probably, I guarantee you, people are looking at him like, oh, my God, I'd fucking. I love you so much, Latifi. I just want to put you in the face. You've never won, but I'm going to kill you. No one likes Latifi that much. No. Well, I, I'm hoping Williams can make a comeback. Also, it's February. The F1 teams are now revealing their liveries for their cars. 
And I know 99% of our audience is just like, what's a livery? What is, what is that? Because everyone I've ever said that to was just like, what the you hell? You probably shouldn't do, do impressions of our fans like that. Well, I have to. I'm doing impressions. You just do normal ones. That was kind of rude. Whatever. A lot of them. I bet you a lot of them were like, "What's a li- what is that?" Trevor What's actually does sound like that though. Our number one fan. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my name's Trevor. <laughs> so I actually love this because, despite the NFL or like a lot of like professional teams in America, like whether it's baseball or the NBA. The F1 will reveal their livery every year. So they don't always change it, but just about every year they add some type of change, and it's cool. It's like a big event. They have they literally just a, they build it up. Sometimes they have shows. Like they got a big cape they put over the car. They rip it off. It's a big reveal. They make a lot of cool videos. There's probably about it. some chicks and oh yeah, tight racing shirts. Uh, famously, McLaren had the Spice Girls play at one of their reveals one year. Go ahead. Uh, I wanna check ha- out. I wanna ha- oh. Check out. Uh, check out the. I added the pictures. Go ahead and check out the liveries. So right now, they've just about all. Of them I like revealed. that the ads are small. Uh, Mercedes, Alfa Romeo, and Alpine have yet to reveal their cars. I have a feeling Mercedes is going to go back to the silver. But the first one up there that you see is Ferrari. They just revealed it uh, today or yesterday, I believe. And I love it. It's like a nice darker red, and they got a little bit more of a black accent. I the the front wing is black. I love it. I think it looks dope. Do all the cars have the same? Do all <clears throat> do all of the cars have the same body style? Similar, not exactly the same, but similar. But I did notice that Ferrari has these vents on top of their air ducts, like Aston Martin does, which um. F1 is very secretive, so a lot of people are speculating that these cars that you're seeing aren't actually the real models. Like, a lot of people are saying that Red Bulls is totally different from what they showed because it's kind of like they don't want to show their cars. They don't want to reveal to everybody what they're actually working on because you could easily, like, kind of copy them. It's like race warfare. You can kind of copy them, actually. Car Car racing warfare. Yeah. So the first one you see there is Ferrari. I like that one a lot. The next one is Williams, and I really like the Williams car. I like the Ferrari one better so far. They added a little bit like a, of a red accent. This is great for listeners. They got a little bit like on the back of the Williams car. There's like this, uh, like a blue diamond pattern on the side. It's fucking awesome. Cool W logo all over it. It looks so cool. Alphatari's got an awesome livery. I think they See, this car looks way different. Between. Oh, I guess. No, I was comparing it to the just the way the scoops are and the vents. The air ducts are all a little different, and the body size is a little different on most of them, or body shapes, I should say. The front wings, back wings are the same. The tire size is the same. McLaren, I think, has one of the, the sickest liveries. My that's favorite one is one. the one below it, Velo or Velo. Yeah, that's the McLaren one. You like yeah, that that's one? really cool. I like the... The fin in the back. I know. So McLaren had this golf livery for Monaco last year that was so nasty. And you could tell they didn't make – it's not this exactly, but this is definitely inspired from that livery. It was just a one-off. And below that is the Aston Martin. That's the green one. I really like that one. What do you think? It's green with an accent of lime yellow, like a a, a neon yellow. Uh 
that it's looks awesome. well i'm colorblind so that looks very that green looks very that almost looks like gray oh it well in the light i could see how you could think that's gray yeah a bit. thanks it's green and it looks awesome i'm very excited to see that car on the track all these cars look amazing this red bull one's really cool too but I mean, they every Red Bull car is kind of the same scheme. Yeah, they haven't changed their car in like a decade. It's been the same. And the last one you see is Haas. Everyone should. I don't Haas. like that one. It's plain. Um, it is a little too plain. It, that's always what Haas has kind of been. It's just a white. I wish they it is red, white, and blue black. though. That's pretty cool. They're sponsored by a Russian company, Eurocal. Oh, is so it that's the, why so they the got wrong red, white, and blue? It's not. You know, I kind of think they try to do a little bit of. They try to. Camouflage it as both Russian and American. It's the worst one. It is, but I'm I'm really pulling for Haas. I they're the American team. They're based in North Carolina. I'm hope, I'm pulling for them. They're led by Mick Schumacher, Michael Schumacher's son. I just hope they can fucking compete. And yeah, what do you? So you, which one's your favorite now? After looking at all of them, what's your favorite? Um, I'm still gonna go with what? What company is it? McLaren? Yeah, the the one that says Velo on the side. Yeah. they. That was cool. It almost looks like kind of like retro. Yeah. I think like you'd see like, it reminds me of the Mystery Machine from Scooby-Doo. That, wait, what? McLaren the color, the color scheme, yeah. From the Mystery Machine? Yeah, look up the Mystery Machine. It's got like the same oh, colors. okay, yeah. I can see Let the, me the, here, the, I'll show you. Toys. No, I get what you mean. <laughs> I just think that's such a fucking... It's a bit of look, a stretch. Look, no. Color scheme. Yeah, but it's like... Put it's, them next it's to each other. turquoise and green, though. That green Turquoise is, is green, bro. It's a shade of green. No, no, I'm talking about that. There's a lime green on the mystery machine. But no, no. I have to have them side by side. Give me your phone. <laughs> I'm not going to go through orange, your dick pics. Though. It's orange. The McLaren is mostly orange. And that's what I'm saying. I'm fucking <laughs> colorblind, dude. I thought it was the same. You did not just say it looks like the fucking mystery machine. Uh, the color scheme to me looks like the fucking mystery machine. Yes, I did say that. I have a disability, dude, and you're laughing at me for it. <laughs> no, I'm just thinking it's funny. They're like, you know, it looks like the mystery machine. Rut row. <laughs> like, hey, Scoob. Uh, I don't know what my favorite is. Um, it's a tie between... I really, I don't know why I really like that but that Williams livery. It just looks dope. I'm gonna go with um, Aston Martin, the green Aston Martin. That's my favorite livery. I'm I'm a sucker for green, and there hasn't been a green car on the grid in forever. I'm gonna send that photo to my brother Jim, who is also colorblind, and ask him <laughs> if it looks like the Mystery Machine colors, and he'll be like, Yeah, of course it looks like the Mystery Machine. <laughs> we'll color. just call it the Mystery Machine throughout the whole season. All right. Yeah. That's all we got for our news. We're going to move on to our Patreon questions. We only have one Patreon subscriber. Shout out to Trevor. <laughs> if you want to submit messages to us and articles, you can do that by going to our Patreon page and signing up for $5 a month. Give us your money. We will answer any. We'll respond to all your messages on the show. We will read your articles, any topics that you want us to react to, or if you just want to write the show or just talk shit. Maybe you listen to us and you're like, bitch, that does not look like the mystery machine. Yeah, bitch. Go sign up. And talk First of all, if you call me a bitch. It's coming right back to you. <laughs> it's coming right back to you. Yeah, we will retaliate. And especially if you're somebody I know, because I know where to find you. Yes. I mean, we can meet up locally. 
let's keep it local. So uh, here's a couple messages from Trevor. We did respond to most of them. His first message is uh, in response to our last episode when we were talking about hot dogs. Uh, when Makes me want a hot dog <laughs> real bad. Mark was just randomly went on a riff about Yesterdog, which I think is justified. It's a kind of it's a mis- common misconception that like Yesterdog is like the real hot spot. It's the touristy spot. Grand Rapids is like a hot dog, but like I really just get the shits every time I also, go. Also, the people there aren't very nice. No, if you don't know how to order, they treat you like you're stupid. They're just it's like, like what listen, do you man, want? you make. I'm not stupid. You make fourteen dollars an hour. I am not the stupid. Okay, next. That's what not what. It, that's not what it's called. You. That's not what. The, oh, I'm sorry. You can't just go in there. Relish and order. or no? You want relish? Then, then that's not. Then you order something different if you want. Relish. We don't have. We don't do cards. Yeah, the, we don't. After do. you order your food, you give them your card. They're like, we actually just cash only, bitch. <laughs> cash only, fuck face. And then you go and sit in their booth with this uh, fucking. Uh, oh, you want to tip us? Some hipster. You got to throw it in that bucket. <laughs> yeah, you got to. You got a, a hobo OG on the fentanyl. Fucking wall. It's the only this place where nice. you can. This is nice and all the homeless spot. people know you're paying in cash, so oh, they wait yeah. outside the door for your change. Oh my god, I know. But there is a cereal bar right next door. That's almost bar. never open. Cereal bar. Yeah. It's a cereal you bar. Just keep walking. You get some cereal. What? I have never heard of that in my life. It's kind of yeah, weird. So I got a, my own personal cereal bar in my house. It's on top of my fridge. We were shitting on Yesterdog, and Trevor writes in, and he says, Mad Dude. Dogs in Comstock Park is currently the best hot dog place in the west side. Not on the way. west side, but I agree uh, that it is really good. It's way far from the west side, dude. Where are you from? Comstock Park. It's called Comstock Park. It's yeah. not even in. <laughs> Trevor barely. Yeah. Trevor. It's get not a map, even Grand Rapids, bro. No. Hey, you want to go to Mad Dogs in Comstock Park? Best place in the west side. <laughs> Yeah, best place. It's seven miles. It's away actually from the west north. Side. That's just that's just north. <laughs> north so I worked at a place called Vitalis in Comstock Park, oh, and yeah? Mad Dogs actually catered our Christmas party. Oh no shit! Was it good? Thing? Had a bunch of hot dogs. Was it good? Yeah, they had one with peanut butter. I was like, I ain't about. Wait, I was like, fuck? I'm not about that. I was like, I'm not cut like that. I don't get, I don't get stupid with my hot I dogs. I hate that, dude. I hate it when people are like. Check out this meat stick. It's uh, like it's I'm not of, that high, dude. We got Mountain Dew brats. What, what am I? A hot dog with peanut butter. What am I? A fucking dog? They need it. Okay. Oh my god. They need to be. They need to. Their license needs to be removed. They should not own a business. If you are gonna sell hot dogs with peanut butter, you don't get have the to get it. Out. That's the thing. Some people get Was there it. There's a s'more brat too. Check s'more out the, what? I didn't have saying, a brat. I can't have s'more brats. Whatever. I'm I just saying, like these people make absurd. Th- there was a place in Greenville that I heard that sold like uh, Mountain Dew brats or whatever. There's just some really crazy what? flavors that should not be flavors. I like miss a that, place called Johnny B's. Who the fuck really puts though. peanut butter with a hot dog? What kind of psychopath do you have to be to put I don't know. peanut butter? What do you have a peanut butter and jelly hot dog uh, sandwich? Are you, are you, what the fuck? I feel like you're directing a lot of that towards me. I've never had it, man. I'm just a messenger I'm, telling know, you that I'm, they had I'm it. I'm just reacting to it. What? The? I, feel, I feel like that's pretty common in a lot of places. I feel like I've seen it in other places. They're trying to. Do you, have you ever been to, to the be dog edgy. pit that used to be downtown? Yeah, that was actually one of my favorite it's closed. places. Closed. Yeah, we talked about that. We it. talked about it. Oh yeah, we did. I that's my that was my favorite. Um, I you know I don't mind Yester Dog. I just don't like how much praise it gets. It's not as good as it should. If it be. wasn't next to those bars, it wouldn't or be what it is. Popular, or it shouldn't be as popular as it is. And no, if you were to put it on like this side of town next to nothing, yeah. Also, Trevor, 
wrote in another message saying in response to our Babe Ruth argument, and he said, Babe would be a fat eater boy in today's game. High school pitchers could strike out that tub of lard. Yeah, dude. Put an asterisk next to his name in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> Have him face George Zemaya's 103-mile-an-hour fastball. He was hitting home runs when, yeah, like the they had milkmen pitching. Dude, he still hit them. I mean, it's like no one else was throwing 100 mile fastballs. There were probably back pitchers then. who lost fingers in the war that were pitching to him. They were just like throwing up these watermelons. I mean, you could look, we're dogging on Babe Ruth, but it's like, I think we should yeah. be dogging on the entire league. The fact that that guy was their trophy boy, how bad was everybody else? Bad. That's why he's not that good. Was, was it just recreational at that point? God damn. Pretty much. Like I said, a lot of them had other jobs. Like, That's baseball funny. was their part-time thing. I know. I I think it's fascinating. I remember uh, hearing about, in like, an F1 back in the day in, like, the 50s. It was just, like, really casual where you were just, like, you would just roll up to the race with yeah, your car. Yeah, and people just, and like. you race, and you're like, that was cool. All right, bye. That guy blew leave. up in a crash today. Right? Like, oh, yeah, five people, five spectators. <laughs> he's died. not gonna be at his work. We'll get some uh, dinner now. We we'll go home. He's not eat. gonna be coming into work tomorrow. You just leave, like you just, you show up, you say hi, you race, and then you just like you peace out. There's no like press or anything. You just kind of like go home dirty and you wake up late for work the, the next kids. day. Yeah, then you go to work in the, the sawmill. Yeah, or in the shoe factory. That's all we got for our Patreon. He also, you know what? Go ahead. I'm not upset yet, but hopefully we get some more. Also, Trevor, you did send this article or this um, one where you said, uh, Instagram, is this one of the clumsiest breakouts you've ever seen? And it's a picture of the Griffins beating the Wild. I don't know what you mean by that. They won 4-3. What do you mean breakout? What does he mean by that, breakouts? Are you I can't really about the see player? what that picture is. The Griffins won 4-3. to three. It's just a final OT picture. Is that like a breakout? Uh, I, I thought know. a breakout was going to be a video because a breakout would be that's what I was thinking. Like breaking out of the zone, Trevor. I think you messed something up here. Maybe I can. Maybe there's a no. Nope. Trevor, you don't donate enough for us to fix your mistakes. So, can you talk while I pull up the Olympics? Yeah. About rant, what? Just rant about something. Talk shit about Babe Ruth, though, if you want. Yeah, the dude would just... He, he would smoke <laughs> cigarettes in the dugout. I think I what said a, a legend. lot of this last week. But it reminds me of, like, when they thought Ronda Rousey was the best <laughs> female MMA fighter there ever was and ever will be. Mm. When she's literally... It's her and, like... Five other chicks that she that she can fight. She was good at the time. For yeah, a she bit. she beat the, like this one woman. She was, I think. Oh, yo, eight or nine and zero before she lost. But uh, ooh, women's half pipe. Yeah, that'll, ooh, on skis that'll be like half of those men's. <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Like they were like that was when the female MMA was just gaining popularity. And she's like knocking out the same chicks three times in a row. I and then Holly Holm came and lumped her up yo, real quick. Yeah, she did. Well, then you got. Uh, and now these chicks are straight up just gangbusters in the Amanda octagon. Amanda Nunez, dude. bro, yeah. she's a. 
Yeah, Nunez, 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 Nunez is a monster for sure. I'm. Uh, That's pretty cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I'm in love with a. MMA, I mean, it's no uh, Sweeney. No. <laughs> Definitely no goo. Oh, there's goo. Goo. Oh, goo. You fucking traitor. <laughs> uh, People are pissed, though. I don't really care, man. Fucking, but, you can represent whoever you want. I don't give a shit. What do you anyway, think? I was oh, go ahead. watching a fight recently, and I fell in love with a MMA fighter named Megan Anderson. Oh, really? Yeah, she's tall and tall and pasty, just like myself. <laughs> she's got a lot of tattoos, very long legs. Tall and pasty, that's not your type. <laughs> I mean, not necessarily, but... Let me look her up. Don't you fucking talk bad about did my woman, win? dude. Did was... she win her fight? Uh, last time I saw her fight, I don't think she did. Oh, she's Australian. Hello. Okay. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> okay, I can see why. I like the... Okay, okay. She's tatted. She's hot. She looks, uh, she looks wild. So you know she's what I'm saying then. Fuck. At least she's taller next to her. What's her? You got to make those pictures bigger so I can... She's only 6'5", 145. Okay, okay. She's from Australia. Yeah, you're blind as a bat. That's right. Well, when I have my glasses on, it's just a, a computer screen, and you have the little thumbnails from Google Images up. How am I supposed to see that from across the room? Okay. See? See? You see what I'm talking about there, right? Yeah, she's got a body. Well, a lot of a lot of female fighters have very nice bodies. Okay. Yeah. Wow, that's a hell of a tattoo. Looks like her on her thigh. You can see, but you see, see, she's bodied up, dude. She kind of. Mm, she's a piece. From certain angles, she's she a kinda, piece. She kind of looks like a little bit like Amy Winehouse. With the I long, did like Amy Winehouse like a little bit. I like, especially when she was she's all got a like nice body for sure, looking half dead. And then she was fully dead. Stop. Stop. Whatever female audience we fucking had is gone now. They're talking shit about Amy Winehouse. Look at her. She can look pretty in professional clothing, too. Nice little sweater. Yeah. Cute little mini skirt. <laughs> Hands all tattooed. <clears throat> you like women with tattoos? I think it's hot, but it's not like a. I don't know. I don't think it's not like a. I don't mind it. I'm not like that drawn to tattoos. I could take it or leave it. She looks like a suicide girl, though, with the amount of tattoos she has. Very distracted right now. That's okay. It's not like we're doing a podcast or anything. I've, it's called research. Uh, Sabrina Cockmalkey. <laughs> it's her name <laughs> Alright we're watching skiing Women's half pipe I don't think there's any Americans competing If they are they're not doing very well Eileen Goo would be an American Goo <laughs> Goo I'm about to goo She's leading right now she represents China Oof. Oh, Look at this dude Look how exciting this is <laughs> oh come on Oh she didn't even make it up the half pipe Maybe it's difficult Maybe I'm just giving them too much of a hard time That's tough 
Maybe it's really hard to ski. It looks like it's difficult to find air. Oh, they, okay. They're saying that when it's cold, the the snow is slower. And I'll air. I'll never understand how it's okay to have ski jumps in front of uh de, debunked or defunct nuclear reactors. Welcome to twenty twenty two. Sabrina, yeah, look at that. Cock Mockley. Cock Mockley? Cock Mockley? Cock Monkey. She's, <laughs> she's German. I don't think she did very well. Let's see what else we got going on. Yeah. Let's see if we can get some man shit. I mean, I'm just seeing what else. I was What's just this? kidding. What do we got here? Prime time. Oh, here we go. The main event. Figure skating. Let's go. I'm not even being sarcastic. I think figure skating is very, very admirable. I think it's a very difficult sport. I can't, I can't fucking jump and spin in the air on skates. Nor can I dance. Let alone (laughs) can I dance on ice. It's like gymnastics on ice. In fact, that's exactly what it is. And you're being judged by everything you fucking do. I do like that they have music, though. Wow, look at this. Woo! Yo, landing on one skate, that's incredible. Shit, is this a U.S. skater? That's like a triple sow cow or triple axle. That's a good shot to freeze on. Look at her thigh. Strong. Uh, wow, man. These judges are so... Oh, she really messed that up. She so, like, judgmental. I mean, I don't know. I'm not... Damn. Oh, she's got braces. I didn't see Yeah, that. dude, she's probably, like, 15 years old. Oh. They mature much faster than boys, so. That's not. Doesn't matter. So I'm saying they look older. Oh, hang on. What the hell is that? What's that? A message? Nope. I think I'm. Oh, shit. <laughs> what? I'm on Discord right now. <laughs> You're what? <laughs> can you hear him? Yeah. Mark, Trey, can you hear him? Can you hear us? <laughs> We're doing a podcast right now. I don't know if they can. I don't know if I'm picking you up on our podcast. What's up, dude? <laughs> You're our first call in, man. What's up? <laughs> I wish I could record this. I don't think we're picking up the um, the Discord though. I have to figure that out. But uh, I know, man. I'm gonna I'm gonna back out, but I'll talk to you a little bit. So. He went to Union. He's a Unionite. A Unionite? That's what we call ourselves? I guess. I don't know. It's kind of cool, right? I like to call myself a Unioneer. 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 I got the Unionitis. Yeah. It's a low grade point average. Oof. Hey. No, I don't. I mean, you know, I made the honor roll once at, at Union. Oh, and wow. They spelt my name wrong. Nerd. 
Someone they I spell it the, Eric Grungy? No, no, they, they removed the R. Eric Grumpy? Eric Gundy. Eric Gundy? <laughs> Eric Van Gundy. Bro, I'm so bitter. Oh, I made the honor roll. Well. Made the honor roll once, and the one time I did, they misspelled my fucking name. If that doesn't sum up our school. They also spell our senior ID cards. They spelled seniors wrong. Really? It was senior's. Sinois. O I R S. Sinois. Grand Rapids Union, everybody. <laughs> can't spell for shit. I can spell great. Well, I mean, I can spell. They can't. Oh, okay. Yeah. You know how pathetic it was to show your school ID to people and it said Sinois? Well, I don't know. It didn't happen with me. No. Sinois. I bet it's French. Sinois. Any thoughts? Anything you want to talk about? Any anything on your mind? Uh, no. I'm gonna be doing another snowboarding trip soon. Yeah. With Nick. Shout out Nick. Shout out Nick. Hey, we don't need to applause him. No, right now. that's it. You only that's get good. one. Okay. You only get one. Easy. Easy, Nick. Calm down, buddy. Um. So that'll be a three and a half hour trip. Wait, where are you guys going? Nubs Knob in Harbor Nubs Springs. Knob. Hopefully it didn't uh, rain Why up there. Nubs Knob. Did they pick that on purpose? Well, the guy's name was obviously it? Nubs, and it's his knob, dude. Have some respect to Nubs when you're on his knob. <laughs> I ride Nubs Knob all day, dude. I'm just up and down on Nubs Knob. Sometimes you get a little white on you. Me and Nick, <laughs> Me and Nick go up and down on Nubs Knob all the time. Together at the same time. <laughs> And we're not the only ones. Other people join us. All day. Riding Nubs Knob. <laughs> yeah. Nubs Knob is big and fast. It's not the biggest knob, but there's it's the biggest knob around here. I think there's a missed opportunity with the advertisements. They could be really good doing something with these commercials. Nubs Knob is definitely the best resort in the Lower Peninsula. It's way better than Boyne. Yeah? Yeah. I wouldn't know. No, you wouldn't. Nope. Nubs might be a little. Actually, Nubs is they. They got a lot of. They have a lot more runs than Cab. It's not about the size. It's about how you use it. it <laughs> Nub can use his knob in any way he wants. It's still pretty nice. They got some good backcountry. They used to have a super pipe, but they just replaced it with a new, uh, like hill. race area. No, That's not a kitty hill. What's a race area for snowboarding? You race skis, bro. Slalom, slalom, oh, baby. Okay, that's cool. Oh. I was going to say, I was watching the uh, Super G racing of the women's skis. Uh, so it's where they're like, basically on time trials, they're racing yeah. down these slopes. It's not exactly the Alpine, but it was called the Super G. That was very exciting. I actually thoroughly enjoyed watching it. It was incredible how some of them, it's, I, I just, it wasn't necessarily racing, but I can appreciate the time trials. I think it was a Swiss woman that was like a second. A time trial of, is a race. It technically just is, but it's not your traditional race where you're all, you're racing against other people simultaneously. Yeah, yeah, you can't like really you do that for that though. You'd be smashing into each no, other. Yeah, Although it would be fun. Well, up. that's ski cross. <clears throat> that would be what you're cool. thinking of. Have you not seen it? No, they just, I it's an Olympic sport. I haven't seen it yet. Well, because that Bumgarner guy and Lindsey Jacob Ellis won gold for the U.S. in the the men's and women's uh, ski snowboard cross. Okay. Where you go down with three others and oh. do jumps. And yeah, you didn't. I dude, I shared it on the Facebook on our Facebook, man. You <laughs> Don't didn't watch get it. Get on me about that. You didn't watch it. 
<laughs> no, I haven't. I've been busy. He was though. crying and shit. You know, when I was watching that Super G, one of the American skiers, I can't think of her name at the moment. She Super guess, G sounds like a black superhero. Super G. Yeah. It sounds, I don't know why I think of like, I think of motocross. Super G. Motocross. Super G 2022. <laughs> Monday, <laughs> Monday, Monday, Monday. I think of motorsports when I think of Super G, but anyways, it's skiing. Uh, <laughs> Anyways, the uh, American skier, I didn't see her go down. I must have missed it, but she apparently did really poorly, and she was crying, and she, I guess she considered it a failure. It was disappointing. Kind I'm of sure everybody else considered it a failure, too. Yeah. They sure did. They sure but did. It was, I want to say that Super G was one of my favorite events to watch this year. It was very exciting. Definitely cool. one of the better names. Uh, there was one chick going down, and she was killing it. She had a couple of green sectors, looking like she was going to set the record, and then she hit one of the flags, dude. In the that's a penalty. No, well, it's not a penalty. Well, you hit, if you hit like the flag, arm, but right. if you can like you can hit it because they're meant to be hit a little bit, but it fucked her up. She hit it too hard, and it just sent her flying. She was she had a some green sectors. She was going to set a really good time, possibly a a medal, but. She got fucked up by the flag. It got sent sliding. It was just, it was intense, man. I really liked it. That was one of. Did you see the video of the guy taking one of those flags right to the dick? <laughs> no. <laughs> Dude, you just hear him. He's going down. You just hear him oh, go. Ah! They don't wear cups. Well, I guess. I don't think to go they fast. expect it, but you're going that fast. Oh no. Oh no, that's terrible. Check this out. Ooh. Yo, I can't believe that. I'd get dizzy if I was figure skating. Here, it's right here. <laughs> My God, this girl from Belgium is spinning like Ooh, for a minute straight. She slid across the ice on her legs. It's got to hurt her legs. Ooh. Ooh, her eyes are a little bit far apart for me. <laughs> Anyways, what were you showing me? Screen. <laughs> oh, the gate to the no! <laughs> oh, the I love the. To the <laughs> that poor guy. That was the guy laughing. The, uh, was the commentator laughing? Was it? Look. Oh, you'll watch this again. Oh! oh. <laughs> oh poor guy that's me dude that, that would happen to me I'm, I have such I have the worst fucking luck <laughs> oh no oh no that's terrible so is it a pretty much a guarantee that Eileen that, that Miss, Miss Goo is gonna win it we'll see I think so. She's 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 pretty dominant in women's skiing right now. She's also sponsored by Red Bull outside of the Olympics, so she seems like a a global contender. Do you contender. think so? Her is it who who? Which one of her parents is from? Who is? How does she? Did you look into how she's able to play or to ski for China? I believe one of her parents is Chinese. That's why. Do you think she has family in China? I don't know. 
Do you think China was do like? Do you think she's agreed think China the was like, party? Hey, hey, ski for us, or else we'll <laughs> take out your grandma or something. Maybe they bribed her. Like they'll give her more money. Like, with, like they bribed her by like killing, like saying we'll kill your whatever family you have I in China. Put it past China. I wouldn't put it past. Oh, okay. China. Oh, that was pretty sweet. She's doing some tricks now. I think you should have to go down with skis. Do they have skis? They do have or poles. <laughs> poles. She's getting major air. Hey, she's like a little ballerina. She's showing up the other skiers. Oh, she lost a lot of speed, though. She landed too low. Ooh, okay, that's cool. That's sweet. Little little flippy flip. Woo! That, was, that, was, that looked that damn was near pretty, perfect. That was awesome. She, Is she missing a tooth? <laughs> Did you see that? Is oh. she missing a tooth? No, that's her that's her uh mouth guard. Oh. <laughs> Is she missing a tooth? I was about to be like, that's so attractive for some reason for me. Attractive? Yeah, if she has a tooth she can take out and put back in. You think that's attractive? Not just have it out all the time, but just be like, yo, this is a bad bitch right here. <laughs> if she's just missing like a central or front tooth right there. One or two. I mean she can take bro, it out sometimes. Is, uh, it's I not always know. out, dude. You're so you're so judgmental, bro. What happens if Diane ever loses a tooth? I think I you know I think I talked about this before with my coworker. Um, because I'm a dental technician, we've talked about this. Yeah, you could fix her up with the tooth, give her a gold one. I mean, don't. I, look, it. I, no, I wouldn't leave her if she was missing teeth, even if she was missing all of them. <laughs> Let's not get carried away. No, no, no. Well, no, because like if she lost them in the tragic accident, I would not just like dump her. Well, you don't have any teeth. You're ugly. Bye. That's not that. <laughs> But if she Jesus just had really Christ. nasty habits and she would like fucking <laughs> like never dumb. brush her teeth and just did a bunch of crack and lost her teeth, <laughs> that's how some people lose it. And like Alcohol. did something with like some substance abuse and lost all of her fucking teeth. And yeah, I'd probably uh, I don't know wouldn't be listening. happy about it. I mean, I hope she is listening for like our analytics sake, <laughs> for the sake of our analytics. Cassie Sharp, I knew she was Canadian. She got ninety. Ninety. She's that deserved a little bit better than that. They're giving goo the what? They're giving. They're giving goo all the. Ninety three. You think she, you think goo's getting a little bit of a? I benefit? think goo's getting a little bit of help. You think so? I think they're really pushing goo through. <laughs> I see what you did there. <laughs> uh, I'd have to see her run. I didn't really see her run to to make the assessment. That was a good performance by the Canadian, though. Uh, she got a 90. Yeah, that was I really think, cool. Uh, I don't know. I think it was deserving of a 90. I'd have to see Goose There was one run. jump where she lost a lot of speed. She landed a little bit low on the pipe. We'll see. Uh, I think Goose going to win. And I, you know what? I, I don't care that she's... I know everyone's in outrage that she's I mean, representing China. But, like, it, it is a little fishy that she... I don't yeah, know. Yeah, like, makes me think, like, they're like, you know, you're, don't forget... Your grandparents are still over here. Don't forget that. <laughs> you have a choice, but really you don't have a choice. You have a choice, but they don't, Eileen. Just remember that. I don't know. If you had to choose between representing the land of the free or like... The and the home of the Whopper. If you want to represent the land of the free and the home of the Whopper, why wouldn't you? <laughs> Come on, baby. Burger King. Yeah. You know, but a little bit of BK. Have the, it your way. It for the Whopper. BK, have it your way. Uh, you know, whatever she she's she has the right to choose who she wants to represent. I yeah, think as strange. an American, she has the right to choose. Yeah, you know, she wouldn't as over in the commies, she doesn't. She probably probably not. No, if they she probably did wouldn't even let her choose, leave, she would go missing for. Four Maybe months. they were like, 
okay, if you come and you've been called, we'll let you bring your grandparents to America. <laughs> Just scratching into the mic. I'm itching, bro. Hey, that's that chick that just did the... Yo, here Have we you go. seen that guy doing some curling? That American guy with the long hair? Yeah. The mullet guy. Oh, that's not up yet. I don't think it's a mullet. I think Zoe it's just long hair. I think he's got British. a full head. Hello. You want to go have Ooh, a ski? She's in, she's in 12th place. This is not going to be... I thought you were about to be like, she's in 12. She's at the... She's around the Sweeney level right now. You want to have a ski? You want to have a ski? You all go hit the pipe. <laughs> Good luck. She's like, ta-ta. <laughs> Watch this, ready? Telly ho. <laughs> <laughs> that was okay, that was okay. For the queen. Okay. Ooh, she almost she hit almost her bum. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh damn. Fell. Damn, that looks like that she hurt. She's coming down. She went to land, but it looked like she lost a little balance. She fell right on a bum. One of her, like, her left skate got caught She's a walking like bit. a zombie. And then when she was going backwards, she uh, lost her right skate and just fell on her Right bum. on a bum. Right to the bum. God save the queen. Goodbye. <laughs> Cheerio. <laughs> look at her. She's like, uh, her ski's all fucked up. Shame. No tea and biscuits for you. Oh, just won't invite you right in for tea and strumpus. You know what are the British good at in Olympic sports? You don't really probably see them complaining. That <laughs> if debating was an Olympic sport, they'd probably, probably complaining and being closeted racists. Shut the fuck. Up. <laughs> They're good at soccer. They're really good. They have a good soccer team. That's not men. I guess that is men's and women's. Um, Estonia. Ooh, shut up. <laughs> I know what you're gonna say, don't uh, fucking say it. And see no man. It's Brendan Fraser. It's Brendan Fraser. <laughs> the weasel. We found a caveman from Estonia. Isn't that yeah? That's uh, Polly Shore. Yeah, I love Polly Shore. Thank you. The weasel. Leaning weasel. Tower Je- pizza. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. This is Link. He's Yo. from Estonia. He likes your cones. Here we Man, go. she skis like a cave woman. Okay. Oh, she's not going to win. No. Is Eileen Goo that good, man? Well, no, the that one girl. Is pretty, uh, there's quite the disparity between competition. Yes, right I know, right? It's like there's Eileen Goo. There's that Canadian chick. She had one more jump, but she's like, I don't have the speed. <laughs> she's like, yeah, I'm not going to make it back up there. She easily Yo, had her she really jump. bailed on that. She could have easily had that last she, Her one. height she was, was seven like, and a half feet. The dudes was, are going 19. She was like, remember no, that? No, her highest height was seven and a half feet. No, no, I don't want to, no. She's like, bowed oh, out of that one. No more ski jump for me. Because she's a cavewoman from Estonia. Stop. So that's why they have those big giant um, canvases up with the big Olympic She's logo. like, Sean White ain't got shit on me. <laughs> <laughs> that one was like four feet. So she does one more and then she's like, well, she's like, you know what? I'm not going to make this one. <laughs> Yo, right when she came down, she just saw it. She threw her arm up. She was like, she's that's good. A, I'm done. Uh, 71. She's got sick goggles. So I looked at 71. Like 
That chick looks like she's on the island. Of, she's on the planet of Hoth right there. Dude, she does. She's Star Wars. Yeah, she looks like some Star Wars lady. She's got that white hat with the red goggles. Damn, it can't be taking that long to figure out her score. She's got a nice smile. Blonde hair. I like the all black. She's got a black helmet. better with a tooth missing. <laughs> like a sexy little pirate. Like a hockey player. Scurvy. <laughs> Kelly 87. Bullshit. She's in fourth place from that. Bullshit. So Island Goo leads with 93. Uh, Sharp from the Canada. The Goo is on top. Second with 90. Rachel Carker. Carker. Carker, get over here. She's got some speed. Yo, that was nice. She did a little. Um, she, she looks like she'll keep her speed flip. very well. Ooh, ooh. Okay, she's got some. Hell yeah. That some, looked like it was the same thing. Nice. She's doing a lot of flips, a lot of rotations in the air, a lot of movement. And I say that because you don't see that much right now in the competition. It's oh, see, they always between. lose speed so quickly. Okay, it is kind of common that she's... That was pretty good. <laughs> I mean, if that Estonian chick got that high of a score, I think she got a Oh, for sure, score. dude. If she didn't get a higher score than Estonia over there... Law and Order premieres next Thursday, <laughs> only on NBC. Who is watching Law and Order still? Come see Ice T be like, damn. Also, how many episodes Come can you Ice fucking T say, make of That's Law messed and Order? Up. How many episodes can you make? That show's been on for like thirty years. I know, right? Dick it's Wolf. It's like Jag. <laughs> Who the fuck watches that stuff? It's Created just by Dick senile. Wolf. Retired elderly women. Ooh, Rachel Carker took third. Watch Ice T be like, 85. Man, I can't oh, believe a human being would do that. That's all he says. Eileen Goo, one shred, more run. Man. Current place she's first. Shred. I really hope someone really knocks Goo out of the knocks Goo out of the top spot. Uh, so we have three Americans there at six, ninth, and like the. They said they were going to kill my grandparents. I'm sorry. <laughs> She's like blinking SOS in her eyes. Shut up. Blink, blink, blink. Blink, blink, blink. She's trying to tell us something. She's the only Chinese woman competing in, in the skiing right now, at least in the half fight. That's probably why. Maybe that was the only one. It's like, we will not be not represented. I like to think that they threw some money at her. You mean yen? Yeah, it's currency, whatever. Yeah, yen. Yeah, see what she's no, got. I'm, I'm going to see what she's got in that fight. First Holy oh, shit. Yeah, okay. No, Yo, she's I'm, the shit. I'm definitely leaning more towards the we'll kill whatever remaining family you have over here if you don't. Well, actually, because it is China. That first trick was really awesome. It's a little underwhelming right now. You're trying to beat around the bush, and it's fine. This isn't a conspiracy podcast. It could be. Yeah, we're gonna be talking about. Um, Ooh, she came up a little short. Area fifty-one oh, next week. Area that 51. was okay. That wasn't like I wasn't that impressed. Those first two tricks were way better than anything you saw from the women. They were twice Those as high. Those first two too. tricks were very good. 
She got up to 13. She's real pretty. Feet. She's got a pretty smile. She's got a pretty everything. Yeah, that first trick was gnarly. I can't even describe it. She just did a lot of nice twist. She's a sick twist. Yo, sick, sick trick. Sick trick, bro. So you've been snowboarding for how long? Uh, probably about four years. Yeah. Have you ever mustered up the courage to do tricks, or do you just um, like what's your? I'll goal? hit jumps, hit some boxes. Do you ever have any do goals some grabs. when you go snowboarding? Like, do you have any um, uh, expectations you want to meet? Like, do you ever want to work up to something as a snowboarder? Maybe be able to do a little flip. Like a little flip. Yeah, like a little tuck front flip or something. Okay. But I just like cruising, going fast. I really like to go fast. Do a lot of people just get into snowboarding and just speed. do like just to go for gotcha. fun trips and like going down, or do people want to get into it to to do the tricks? Some people like to hit the park. Yeah, I don't really hang out with a lot of those people. Oh, 95. What? 95? Wow. It is in Beijing. She just shattered the competition. Yeah, the, the three U.S. women are 6th, ninth, and 11th. Oof. Well. You think, uh, I got to say, I think they're, I, I would expect some U.S. women to be up there. I expected the can- Canadians to be down. They might have just taken an easier run. They all have one more run, I think. Probably. How you feel about wrapping it up? I think I feel pretty good. Do you feel pretty good? Yeah. I feel see. pretty confident. Let's see some top highlights real quick. Oh, no. Yeah, any final thoughts? No, I mean You're like, no, I don't I don't. Stop after, after listening to the episode today. Kids stay away from drugs. Uh That's it. Do you have any final thoughts? You always uh, say, Do you have any final thoughts? And I go, No, and you're like, All right, see you later. Nah, not really. Um like I said, we're not going to indulge too much into football. I mean, there's a lot of football podcasts that are just like, next week we're going to talk about this college bowl game, and then we're going to talk about the draft. Well, we're draft, not a football podcast, though. So I don't want to lean too much into football. I'll talk about the big highlights. Obviously, we'll talk about the draft when it comes up a little bit. I'm not going to drone on too much about it. We are going to focus on um, the NBA a little bit more, even though we didn't talk about it today. Uh, I did see uh, Aaron Donald and LeBron James hugging. That must LeBron James. That must have been cool, because uh, yeah. Uh, I'm definitely excited for the NBA playoffs. You and I can watch that a lot. Um, we'll watch the NHL a lot more too. Maybe watch some Red Wings games. And yeah, so we're gonna focus more on that. F1 should be starting up towards the end of March. In maybe. a few weeks here, we're gonna. Get to meet Red Wing legend Darren McCarty. We're going to go see that show. Yeah, so tell us about that real quick. Uh, apparently he does comedy. That's not why I'm going. I'm sure he's just going to tell fun NHL stories. I'm really curious to see how that's going to go. It's at the Crescent Brewery. He's We're obviously go done check it before. It this is, he's been doing it for years. Yeah. We're going to go see Darren McCarty do stand-up at Crescent Brewery. That should be he, interesting. He, he was in a band called Grinder. 
I'm like, man, if he knew what Grinder was now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they does sound like a, a metal name. Grindr. Well, he was a grind considered a grinder. Yeah. In hockey. He was on the. I think he was on the grind line. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, he was a. What do they call him? Bruiser. Yeah, he would fight. He's kind of smaller, smaller guy. I think I don't know. I've met him once before. He seems like a when cool I was guy. young. I think I might take my tooth out while I'm there. You have a fake tooth. That one, in the front. Oh yeah, yeah. You showed me that before. Oh my god, I gotta take it out. Hey, no, it doesn't come out. Hey, it's Darren, a permanent look at one. That. Darren, look at my tooth. Smell it. Wanna so try it out? We're gonna focus more. I on bet you he'll be wearing his championship rings. Well, why? Unless he you? sold them. <laughs> he was addicted to coke for a little while. Yeah, I mean, weren't we all? Weren't we all just a little addicted to coke? Yeah. Shove it up your nose. It makes you cool. Kids, don't do drugs. Or do. I don't care. I'm not your fucking parents. <laughs> Disclaimer. Do not take what we say seriously. Yeah. When but I say don't do drugs, don't take it seriously. We are going to focus on the NHL and NBA more, especially when they reach in the playoffs. And F1's coming up. And who knows? Maybe we'll get into Prickett. Maybe we'll Prickett? watch some Prickett oh, a little bit. Prickett. Prickett's coming up. We also want to... Uh, I'd like to do some streaming where we uh, get some webcams and we watch some actual like, really obscure sports. Pat and I have found some. Like some... We can oh, just react to them. There's a lot of weird now. fucking sports... That'd be fun. Uh, Yeah, and then we're going to break down more Olympics. We will see you Monday. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you want to support the show, please go to our Patreon. And um, yeah, you can five bucks to submit articles and communicate with us. It means nothing to you. you It means nothing to you, but it means the world to us. No, it would mean the world to us. Wasn't that cute? And we take your messages very seriously. We will read Mm -hmm. all of them and respond to them on the show. A like and a subscribe is enough. Yeah, and if you just want to watch, you know, listen to this show, that's great. Uh, write to us. We'd love to hear from you. You know what? Even just like if you're a young listener, go in your mom's purse, grab her <laughs> credit card, grab her master charge, and burn it. Just no, burn it. And subscribe to our Patreon. Yes. She or won't notice five too. bucks that, a month. That, that I, tr- I promise you, she won't notice five bucks a month, and you'll get a little rush out of it. You'll get a kick out of it. You'll feel like a little badass. A little baddie. You'll feel like a little baddie by becoming a baddie. That's what we're calling (laughs) you guys now. You guys are officially the baddies. All right, folks. Thank you so much. We hope you have a great weekend. We will be back Monday. And uh, follow closely to our uh, social media because if we don't put out our episode, we will let you know then I am moving. So we, uh, I am expecting no issues until maybe next weekend. There might be some conflicting schedules but until then maybe we can do one really long episode and release it in two parts yeah we could do that too a little tbc episode to be continued leave them on a sweet cliffhanger (laughs) yeah we can do that all right folks thank you so much we will see you monday good night good night